Hi, my name is Jen. I'm a holistic nurse practitioner, and I'm here to tell you that your body can heal. I've healed eight different chronic and autoimmune conditions that had me bedridden sick with little hope for my future in my 20s. I've created this podcast to inspire you and give you the tools to heal your body, your mind, your heart, your spirit, and your life. This podcast is for patients, practitioners, and people who want to listen from the place where spirit and science meet. As we heal our body, we have a body that moves well, thinks well, loves well, and that is a body we want to be in for this life to carry out our soul's work. I'm so glad you're here tuning in with us. Now let's get to this week's episode. But if you don't resolve that symptom and be so grateful for a body that talks and is loud and is giving you all these nasty symptoms, because most of the time what I see those who have autoimmune don't go down the silent inflammation, malignancy, cancer route. Now I'm, this is not medical advice. And this is not saying if you have autoimmune, don't worry about other things, but I want to give your body a little bit of praise here for a second and be like, if she's loud and if she's bossy and if she's ruining your life, she's getting your attention for a good reason. And a client um, who I just met a couple of weeks ago, she, we started working together and she's a business owner, really successful entrepreneur. She's like, I just want to optimize things. I want a little bit more energy in the afternoon. She's like, I don't have autoimmune. I just, I want to optimize. I'm like, this is great. Like, I really don't get to meet many people in that place. And that's okay. Many people come to me last straw. I've tried everything else. Maybe I'll try this crazy lady on the internet and see if she can help me. And we got her labs back and we went through everything and a light bulb went off. Cause I was like, Hey, you do have autoimmune and here's why you're feeling like you do. And she was like, I didn't even realize how bad I feel until you're like, mirroring it and telling me, well, you probably have this kind of crash in the afternoon. And this goes around, this goes on about once a month for you. And she was like, yeah. So this is so many of us. So just Hello, my healing family. Welcome to this week's episode of the Inspire Health by Jen podcast. I'm so excited to share with you an insider's pass into this incredibly powerful masterclass that I did several weeks ago on how to heal your autoimmune symptoms, utilizing my three pillars of doctoral research. This masterclass, we've had thousands of downloads, tons of emails coming in. So many are healing and really moving the needle forward on their health just from this masterclass. So we've decided to share it with this podcast community. And in this episode, I'll present to you my doctoral research where I literally show you in the evidence, in the literature, how it is proven that autoimmune disease, it has a root cause. It can be healed. It's the integration and dissemination of this information that I provide for you. So you can put it in a practice sense, whether you're a patient or a practitioner, you can use this information to heal autoimmune. And if you're a visual learner, just go to the show notes. You can actually watch this episode that I gave with slides. My face is there. If you want to learn through watching, go ahead. And I definitely recommend this as an episode to watch. I'll refer to some slides, but you can still listen and you'll gather everything you need. And then if this sparks a readiness for you to heal, just check out those show note links as well for a discovery call. If you're called to one-on-one work and guidance for healing autoimmune, or if you want to get on the wait list for our symptomless research program. All right, let's dive into the show. So welcome. This is our how to heal autoimmune symptoms masterclass. If you're like, I don't even know if I have autoimmune or you're like, nope, I have five. I've been diagnosed. You're in the right place. Symptoms of autoimmune 
can be inflammatory in nature and they start to add on and compile. And most of us are living with autoimmune before we even realize it or for a long, long time. So you're at the right place, the right date and time. And here we go. So you are here, you're in the right place because I am very, very confident in my ability to lead you from maybe where you started, like me over here on the left. This was honestly, this photo was taken as I started to heal, not even at my worst. Um, I just, I got a photo of my skin that day because I was like, oh my gosh, it's starting to look a little bit better. And then it was turned out to be the only photo that um, I ever had that I took around this time. So I went from healthy college athlete, I'm working full-time as a NICU nurse to bedridden sick, eight autoimmune chronic illness conditions in my twenties, I was super sick and I wasn't really sure what to do. I was seeing endocrinologists and they were like, well, let's cut your thyroid out. Let's cut your uterus out. Let's medicate you. And I am not anti-medication or surgery ever. I think there's definitely a time and place for those, but I'm here to give you other options and maybe an integrative approach. Maybe you want the medications and the, this different approach, maybe surgery is helpful for you. And then you want to know, what do I do after surgery to still get to that root cause? So I was there, bedridden sick, a whole heck of a hot mess, and went through endocrinologists, went through rheumatologists, went through functional medicine. I paid a lot of money. I was paying more in supplements per month than my mortgage at one point. And I was like, why am I not getting better? And then God took me on this completely, this spiritual quest, I will call it. And tonight we're going to talk about science and spirit. So I have the research and my doctoral research that I'm now presenting and that you all, if you want, can be a part of anonymously. Um, the, the evidence is out there, PubMed, um, Cochrane Review databases, the science is out there, guys. We're just not being told in the mainstream narrative and rhetoric, like what the information is. You can find the stuff on PubMed and I've cited and taken pictures of all the studies. Hey, Grace and Chris, I see you guys. Um, and it's there. And I will go into it tonight together, but you are here because you know that you have symptoms that rob you of your quality of life. Most of us are like, I'm not that bad. I didn't think I was that bad <laughs> until I couldn't get out of bed. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll listen. Um, your doctors, doctors, a little typo there. I'll have to fix that. Your doctors haven't been able to help. And the internet tells you conflicting information and you feel lost. So if that's you, you are in the right place. You are also here because something in you says that you can live something free. If even if you're like, I don't think that's for me, or I'm a little bit afraid of this approach Jen might take with me, or I'm just here because I want to be on the fly on the wall. And hopefully she doesn't even see that I'm here. Something in you, you're here, you're listening to the replay, you're listening to this information because there's some little voice in you that says, you know what, maybe something could be different. So you are ready to heal. And your soul is leading you into another way. And I might be the place along your journey that is the end all be all. You get everything you need from here. And after this, your health is totally fine. And you never have to see another doctor practitioner again. I might be a library book for you. Um, it's, it's a little risky when we put everything into our practitioners saying like, this person is going to be the end all be all for me. It can happen, but look at your practitioners and your people as library books along your journey. You check us out. You, you really study a book. Like if you're in a college course, you're in that one textbook for like four months, three months, five months together. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask you to go all in 
um, in this approach, it will work. And I'll show you how we're going to do it tonight and how you can start, even if you're not ready to join someone on a healing journey, how you can begin to do things on your own. So um, we have a special offer at the end for this webinar only, and it won't be publicized. There's like a little code word you'll use. You'll email in to use it. It's a, it's a free something I'll tell you of, of um, great value. So stay to the end if you can, or catch the replay and then you can use it. We'll talk about that towards the end. Okay. So a few things I want to get off my chest before we're going to get into the science, the evidence-based literature, the research studies, I'm going to bring all of this research that I've gathered and compiled and I'm really the symptomless program in this way to heal your autoimmune symptoms started because remember this, I was seeing functional medicine. I was seeing doctors and they weren't helping me. And I had to figure it out on my own. And through just divine guidance, I was able to be led to the right information, the right resources for me. I just tried to get myself better. And then my friends were like, hey, you should start a blog. I was back at work. I was working in labor and delivery at the time, working with NICU babes. And I was like, I just want people to have this information for free. And I thought that would be enough. And it was for some people. And then many people started writing in, can I pay you for coaching? I was a nurse at the time. So I was just coaching people through this. And then a business started and then I had to leave my job. And now we're here. So this isn't about you anymore. Yes, you have to start this process for yourself and please do it for you and finish because something in you is shouting. You have a divine purpose on this earth. There's some, there's a reason you're here and your symptoms are telling you that you're not living at your highest alignment and expression. So your soul, it literally did come here with a mission and you're going to need a body full of vitality to do it. So sometimes when even like getting on here and presenting this information, I can get nervous. I can worry about the typos in my slide, all the things. I'm just like, it's not about me. Like my body is a vessel for this information, for this energy to come through and reach someone else. And so that's the same for you, whether you're a teacher or you're a healer or you're a nurse or you're a mom or you're a wife or you're a sister, there's something that you're here to do on this earth and you need a body full of vitality and health to do it. So touched on this in the beginning, but this is so many of us. So I just want to check us all, check our ego, check our reality a little bit. Even if you just have the symptoms and you're like, I'm not diagnosed with autoimmune anything yet. You're ticking your way into autoimmunity. And I said this to someone who's on the call um, earlier when we were chatting on a discovery call. And I was like, come this way tonight. You're going to love this. I said, autoimmunity, it starts with inflammation. Okay. Inflammation in the body is the street that you start on. And then you have three forks in the road when it comes to inflammation. The fork that veers off to the left says autoimmune disease. The fork that veers straight ahead, if you heal the inflammation and issues going on, says healing remission. The fork that veers off to the right is usually cancer and malignancy. So if you have a body that talks and you're a little pissed off at your body right now and you're like, I wouldn't have to be here spending my beautiful Tuesday evening with a stranger on the internet, learning about something that I can't even get through my insurance that I pay for and my doctors that are paid for, which I get it. It's so annoying that you're having to pay for time and energy for healthcare out of, out of your pocket. But if you don't resolve that symptom and be so grateful for a body that talks and is loud and is giving you all these nasty symptoms, because most of the time, what I see those who have autoimmune don't go down the silent inflammation, malignancy, cancer route. Now I'm, this is not medical advice. And this is not saying if you have autoimmune 
don't worry about other things, but I want to give your body a little bit of praise here for a second and be like, if she's loud and if she's bossy and if she's ruining your life, she's getting your attention for a good reason. And a client um, who I just met a couple of weeks ago, she, we started working together and she's a business owner, really successful entrepreneur. She's like, I just want to optimize things. I want a little bit more energy in the afternoon. She's like, I don't have autoimmune. I just, I want to optimize. I'm like, this is great. Like, I really don't get to meet many people in that place. And that's okay. Many people come to me, last straw. I've tried everything else. Maybe I'll try this crazy lady on the internet and see if she can help me. And we got her labs back and we went through everything and a light bulb went off. Cause I was like, Hey, you do have autoimmune and here's why you're feeling like you do. And she was like, I didn't even realize how bad I feel until you're like, mirroring it and telling me, well, you probably have this kind of crash in the afternoon. And this goes around, this goes on about once a month for you. And she was like, yeah. So this is so many of us. So just know if you're like, I don't even know why I'm here. That's your soul helping you lead the way. So let's get right to it. How do we heal symptoms of autoimmune disease? I am so excited to share with you. And we're going to break this down in three parts today. So first we recognize what autoimmune disease is really important that we understand our bodies are not attacking themselves. So autoimmunity, self-immunity, if you break down that word, is a theory that science has used for decades. And all it really means is if you, so it means self, self-attack essentially, but it's a theory. Science has never proved it. Your immune system Your symptoms are going after something foreign in your body, whether it be a chronic infection, a toxicity, a trauma, we'll talk about it. So we have to recognize what it is. Check. We just did it. We'll chat a little bit more. And then we need to understand how we arrive to the place of inflammation and autoimmune disease. Also super important. How did we get here? You don't just contract disease. It started a long, long time ago. And part of your healing journey is to put your timeline together and pieces of your puzzle together so it makes sense. And we do that together in one-on-one sessions or in classes like this. Like, oh, I remember that happened to me. I took antibiotics for eight years and then I started with gut issues and then this and this and this and this and this. And that's how you got here. It's not your genetics. Your genetics just says where in the body does inflammation go and your epigenetics turn on and off genes. So for thyroid disease runs on both sides of my family. And if, if certain environmental influences are in my life, my thyroid's going to have issues. I had it and I turned it off at Hashimoto's. My mom's had graves. My dad's, my dad has had Hashimoto's. Everyone's in remission because we're all doing the thing. Right. So we got to understand how we got here and then we'll adapt the three pillars of healing autoimmune, which have come from my research. And if you enter into Google or PubMed or a literature search, how to heal autoimmune, there, it, there's no study that says it, but I'm going to show you the three pillars of research of how everything connects and goes, oh my gosh, we totally can heal autoimmune symptoms. Okay. So there, it is out there. You just have to put the pieces together. So what is autoimmunity? We talk about chronic infections. So we get viruses, bacteria, parasites, things that live in our body. Everyone has a natural virome, microbiome. We've heard that word that is... Our, our bacteria in the gut, the flora that's good and bad. If we run a GI map on someone, we're going to see sometimes part of the GI problem is there's no beneficial of flora growing. They might have a really clean, non-beneficial profile, meaning there's no like bad guys hanging out in there, but they don't have any good guys. So there's lots of other things going on. So we can have gut infections, Epstein-Barr, Cytomegaloviruses, 
herpetic family viruses. Now we have new kinds of viruses. We don't even have to say it and get into it. We all know what I'm talking about, but these viruses, they wreak havoc on us. It is not to be afraid of viruses. We saw that with what our world went through. Some people were fine. Some people were not fine. It depends on the energetic state and the state of the host physically. Okay. So we're going to talk about our bodies today, both physically and energetically, because you can do all the right things physically and energetically and your nervous system and your emotions and your energy and your spirit be a mess. And that's going to be your kryptonite more than the food you're putting in your mouth. It's this balance. And for every person, it's a little bit different. So chronic infections, honestly, if I could give you one to look out for, it's the Epstein-Barr virus. 90% of us have mono. I've had mono. It's a trigger, but that would mean 90% of humans would have autoimmune disease. And that's not the case. It's about eight to 12%, mostly women too, that are having it. And it goes with the sensitivity we'll talk about. So chronic infections, it's a virus that we get that then never goes away or a bacteria or a parasite because the body's too weak to get it out. Okay. There's chronic infections. What about nutrient deficiencies? Yeah. I mean, we, our soil is devoid of nutrients. Our food is devoid of nutrients. And then on top of that, you know, it's crazy. I, so many times in my own journey and others, we've thought, yeah, I'm just doing this like diet thing for autoimmune healing. It's kind of weird. My friends think the way I'm eating is weird. If you change your nutrition, most of the time, you never have to be perfect. I want to get that really super clear. You never have to be perfect. I'm not perfect. If you change your nutrition to heal your body, people are going to be like, wow, you're kind of weird. Like the way you're doing things are weird. It's like anti-society, but you, your body is just here to remind you it's not weird. It's actually the way we evolved in what's natural and and in nature, you're just, you're living against the grain, but watch, I promise you every single person, if you start to heal your body and you change things in your life and you're this glowing being and your friends, and your family are just like, wow, look at, look at her, look at her go. They will change too. One of these days I will tell, um, I've talked to my dad about it. He's like podcast. What is that? He's willing to come on, but his story, I mean, he was like in his late sixties, diagnosed with Parkinson's dementia and like his symptoms, he's got a little bit of permanence to them, but he's about 85% better. And my dad was the least likely one. He's a traditional medicine veterinarian, very conservative, very traditional has never even been to a chiropractor. And he's like all about this now. So anyone can, can be influenced as, as my motto hormone imbalance. What is autoimmunity? Oh my gosh. Who's here ever been on birth control? I mean, birth control, the hormones in our food, in our water, in our air, just the junk. Our, our hormones, part of the problem is a lot of the pharmaceuticals we've taken have just beaten down their natural production. And then whether we are, you know, pre-menopause, perimenopause, or postmenopausal, if we started in a deficit, postmenopausal, you still have hormones, ladies. It's, it's, you'll learn about this in the, in the hormone course that I'll talk about if it's of interest to you. But in short, here's the biggest thing you need to know without even doing that course is you have hormones in menopause. They just get to below C level levels, and then you feel like garbage. So there's things taking up our receptor sites that our hormones are supposed to be on from our environment, from our foods. And then we also have taken pharmaceuticals, whether it's you know, a SSRI that lowers testosterone to a birth, like that's an antidepressant, which, Hey, when we need them, thank goodness we have them. So please don't feel any shame if you've taken one and birth control. I didn't want to be pregnant when I was a teenager. 
So I thought that was the option. I didn't know that I had other options and then you're on that for a long, long time and your hormones shut down. And when you have a imbalanced or lack of hormones, your immune system falters. So your hormones are like the cheerleading squad. So you're at the football game. Everyone's watching those flyer girls, right? They're the immune system. Your base girls, they're like, I'm sorry if this was ever you. I was, I wouldn't have ever made the cheerleading squad. So I was just going to go here and say this. The base girls are the boring girls. They're just the strong ones. Like, there's, there's cute as heck in their outfits and they're just there supporting the team and no one's paying attention to them. Those are the hormones until they drop the flyer, the immune system. So when something goes wrong with the immune system, you're having symptoms, your base girls fell, they got tired. Now they get the attention. So this is hormones. So it makes sense. So we've talked about to recap, what is autoimmunity, chronic infections, nutrient deficiencies, hormone imbalance, nervous system dysregulation. We've had all of us, if you have autoimmune disease, you actually have a sixth sense. You're super gifted. Your ability to feel energy. We are all energetic beings, but those with autoimmune disease have an extra tentacle in the world. I like to call it. Um, You have this ability to feel others' energies and emotions, to connect with animals, nature, art. Some people channel this creativity through connecting with souls on the other side. For some people, that's really scary and really freaky. I promise you, if you have autoimmune, you're sensitive, you've probably had that experience without trying. You're just like, dang it, it freaks me out. I don't know what to do with it. We'll talk more. Some people just are like really beautiful, brilliant artists, writers, and you don't know where it comes from. It's just this energy that moves through you. With being so sensitive, it is very easy for your nervous system to be dysregulated if you don't understand how you work and what you need to heal. And we all have had something scary, sad, unfortunate happen to us. Trauma is trauma, whether you're stubbed your toe in fifth grade and everyone made fun of you. And now as an adult, you think that's so silly. That lives in your nervous system to losing a loved one, to witnessing a death, to just whatever you've been through, right? Being mistreated as a child any kind of abuser, any kind of dysfunction growing up, your nervous system has to stay on hyper alert, which makes your immune system exhausted, your adrenals exhausted, your hormones exhausted, and you are very, very sensitive. And so learning that about yourself and then learning how to work with it. And also your nervous system, it's like a circuit board. You were sensitive. You had a big event, a trauma, a big T or little T that when that happened, the nervous system is like a circuit board and it flips right? That have you ever blown a breaker in your house, got the hairdryer, the fan, the washer, everything plugged in in one room and the lights go out. That's your nervous system. That's when trauma happens. And to get the lights back on, you got to go flip the breaker. So for the lights to come back on and all of your, your whole nervous system to be working and connecting, which connects your whole entire body, your immune system, your hormones, We have to flip the breaker and we have to go back in there and take out the interferences. And those interferences are the traumas. And they live subconsciously. I love, love therapy, love therapy. And it's going to have to be subconscious work. And we can talk about how that looks in mind, body medicine, one of the pillars of the research. So a little story here. So what is autoimmunity? It's also anger turned inward. I was watching this documentary by Gabor Mate. Did I say his name right? Um, If you type in on a Google search, G-A-B-O-R Mate, um, he's a doctor. He's a researcher. He's incredibly brilliant. He's getting to his his um, older years, and he's so sweet. And he comes on podcasts. He's so quiet. Um, but I was watching a documentary. He was in, or he made one of the two, and they were talking about ACE scores. ACE scores are adverse childhood events, and he was talking about 
how they were studying convicts and prisoners and felons. And they were saying for this population of human beings, they have a score of at least a six out of 10 on the scale, right? And they're saying once they hit six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, those ACE scores, they've had enough shit happen to them in their childhood that they're scoring high on the ACE scores. And because they are in prison, that's anger turned outward. He said something, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it brought me to this epiphany. I took that ACE score test. They were reading the questions of the 10 questions and I took it and I scored just as high or higher than the prisoners. And I grew up in a really great situation, really great family, really great place. So this doesn't mean, you know, when we think of people in prison, we also, we can usually reflect on socioeconomic backgrounds. doesn't matter with trauma and a nervous system. I took the test and I was scoring just as high as those prisoners. And I was like, oh my gosh. So then I asked some of my clients to take it and they were telling me their experiences and their scores. And I just had this epiphany. I was like, if anger turned outward is what leads us to high A scores and prisoners, felons, convicts, whatever, just people who have been really hurting and done really bad things. Autoimmune disease is anger turned inward. And those of us on this call listening to this know that we are empaths, that we are sensitive, we are intuitive. And we just have this like beingness about us that is pure. It does not mean we're perfect. You can ask my fiance. He's like, anger turned inward. Well, I should get a lot of that. (laughs) But we, for the most part, when we're hurting or upset, we take it or we experience someone hurting us, we take it in and we store it. And so if you go back to what autoimmunity means, that theory says it's your body attacking itself, right? However, it's your body attacking something that is foreign inside of you. And so if you took in an energy that was directed at you by someone else's hurt and pain, it's living in your body and your body and your cells and your immune system, like get this crap out and we'll do that. And I'll show you how. So you're not broken. You don't have a confused body. You didn't wake up one day and get bad genetics. There's a, there's, this is how you got here and this is how we'll undo it. And then your symptoms, what is autoimmunity symptoms? A whole lot of them, right? But I want you to think about your symptoms, not from a broken body and a body that's confused and attacking you and pissed off and you're doomed and your genes just suck and all the things. Symptoms are misalignment. There are plenty of people who would be eating the way you do. And it's probably pretty good compared to most, because if you have autoimmune, you already know that you're sensitive to a lot of things that would eat, you know, eat the same way, exercise the same way, have gone through the same things, and they wouldn't have the same symptoms. You probably have a sister, like there's plenty of twins too, that I've worked with. They're like, no, my other twin's fine. And we had like the same life. Your symptoms are communicating misalignment, which is a message from your soul. There's a frequency, there's an energy, there's a way about you that you're divinely designed to live and your symptoms just say, "Uh -uh, we're not at that match right now, right? So it's like, it's like going to your favorite restaurant. Some people love Taco Bell, some people love Chili's and some people love five-star Miami, you know, uh, Cuban cuisine. Why was I going to say Filipino? I don't know. Made that up in my head on the go, but we all have this different, like think of like the restaurant tiers that we're meant to live at. Some people would think Taco Bell is just as good as five stars. So there's no judgment in this. It's what do you prefer? Your body has a certain frequency or energy it's meant to live at. And your symptoms are just saying, we ain't there yet, sis. Like it's, this isn't it. 
And so we're just recalibrating you to your authentic frequency, your energy, and you feel better. One thing that I noticed as I was still healing my body, when I would put myself in environments that are now really my normal day-to-day with business, with friends, with people, my body felt fine. And then I would go back into environments, my job. Okay. So I know I said in the beginning of this very quick way, I just started this blog and all of a sudden I left my job. Okay. Well, there was a little part I didn't tell you about quite yet. Um, so I was still working at the hospital and I was seeing clients on the side after I started this blog and was telling people about how to help heal their body using food as medicine and the things I'd learned. And I tried to negotiate with this message from my soul with my symptoms. I was just was like, okay, I'm just going to like back down my hours. I wanted the safety. I wanted the security. I loved my job. I was in a really great position and I'll just do this stuff on the side. We'll do it 50, 50. Okay. So, all right. All right. Great. Well, the couple weeks that I was going back to work after I reduced my hours, I was getting headaches. I was getting diarrhea. Those were not normal symptoms for me out of all the bajillion symptoms I had. Those were not normal. And as soon as I was like, oh my gosh, I I remember I was like in the bathroom doing my business for the eighth time that day, burning, if you know what I mean. I was like, what is the deal here? And I just felt like I got to go all in. Like I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Every time I walk into this building, I start to feel sick. And that was the way, a really strong way my soul was telling me I was in misalignment. It can be with the foods we're eating. It could be with the thoughts we're thinking. It can be the way we're just even living our life. Like I promise you, your symptoms are here to serve you. And that's what I want you to know. So how did we get here? Well, (laughs) modern medicine has a lot to do with it. And as women, we talked about the sensitivity, this you know, little tentacle we have in the world. Uh, men have it too. We're just, I'm mostly addressing women for the nature of the research I'll be talking about. We just, we have to separate. You know, women never make research studies. Like all the studies on fasting are done on on men or postmenopausal women, which you are not small men still. So like women, we deserve a place in the research. And so here to facilitate that. Um, but we have, we have a sensitivity to us, right? Have you ever been driving down the road? This actually happened where you're like, Hey, babe, slow down. And we're about to see an animal. And then like a bunny runs in front of your car. That was a couple weeks ago with Jeff and I, he was like, ugh, he just doesn't even question anymore. We have this little tentacle in the world that we just don't know how to explain. It also makes our bodies really sensitive. So we go to our medical doctors and by a show of hands or just a nod or a little thing in the chat, who has experienced by a expert or authority over your body, which those no longer exist. I am not even an expert or an authority over your body. You're the only one that knows your body. We're just library books. Remember, you're going to check us out, read us or be like, that one sucked or no, I'll keep this one. I'll buy it. I'll keep it on the shelf as part of my collection of, of information. But who has here been told that your symptoms are just a part of getting older? I was 21. I was like, okay, sure. Your labs are normal, but you feel terrible. There's nothing we can do for you. Just you know, let's give you a little medication. Surgery or pill is your only option. Not that they aren't good options sometimes, but it's your only option. Yeah, I've been told that. And I don't know, we just can't figure it out. So let's give you some Zoloft, go to therapy. You'll probably feel better because they don't know what to do with you. Our modern medicine, doctors are great people. They they paid 
thousands and thousands of dollars and lots of hours to help people. They just got caught up in a system that's not serving us. And there's great, great times um, for, for the modern medicine. Like if I get in a car accident, oh my gosh, don't bring me to holistic somebody. Like my arm's falling off, take me to the ER, right? So we need them. And I want to make that really clear. But as women, our sensitivities have been invalidated as broken bodies. I don't know. You just, your genes, your genetics, body sucks. I don't know. It's just the cards you've been dealt and there's really nothing we can do for you. I literally saw a post on Facebook. Um, it broke my heart right before I got on this. That was like, I'm posting for someone who has one of these autoimmune diseases. There's nothing you can do. Not even a nap will make you feel better. You'll be sick forever. And I was like, wow, what a synchronicity to get me fired up (laughs) to give this information. You do not have to live with symptoms. I have never not had one client or friend or person I was helping who've gone through these steps and has not healed. I am about, I would say 98% better than where I was. A couple of years ago, I was 80%, right? A few years before that, 60. Will you ever, if you have autoimmune disease, does break down some of our organs, the thyroid, the liver, the skin, our organs like to regenerate, our tissues do. Will they ever regenerate to 100%? It depends. And I don't want to tell you that you'll be 100% perfect like you always were. If you've developed really intense food sensitivities, you might have a little bit of that, but goodness, can we get you to the place where you can have like an ice cream cone, not feel like you're going to die? Yeah. Or like go to Italy and eat some gluten and enjoy it. If you have celiac. Yeah. Like there's, there's healing available. So we've recognized what autoimmunity is. We understand how we got here and now we adapt the three pillars. But first I have two little mini messages that I want to give you. And this came to me this weekend um, and it was so beautiful. And some of you might be like, duh, Jan, I've always known that. But this was a big epiphany that I just feel is timely to share. So we lease our bodies. Up until this point, I have one, this still rings true. We can listen to our bodies, our bodies as an intelligent entity, right? But I've always seen myself as my body. But I had this like God moment this weekend that was like, we lease our bodies like we lease an automobile. So if we're going to pick up an automobile, there's the car and then there's the driver of the car. Our bodies belong to God or nature. The car belongs to the dealership. And then we have salesmen, the doctors uh, (laughs) at the dealership, the hospital that are telling us, you know, your car's broken. You're going to need all these costly repairs instead of teaching us how to drive and fix it. Right. So we are the driver our soul, our energy, our spirit is housing this body. We're leasing it for 50, 100, 120, however long we want to live years. And our bodies are a part of nature and a divine intelligence that tells an acorn to become an oak tree, um, a tiny little sperm and egg to become a human heart and brain. I mean, if you just break it down, like that's crazy. So we've never been taught how to drive these things or how to fix them. And that's what we're going to do today. And then the most important thing, I'm going to talk a lot of a lot of science and a lot of physical body things, which for some will really excite you. But I want to just remind you of the truth before we jump into the literature that our spirit, our soul, our energy, fill in the word that resonates with you most here governs the physical body. So if your spirit or your soul is sick, your physical body will be sick. And that's really, really important to understand that, you know, sometimes our physical symptoms are really in response to our soul. And that's the good news because the soul can heal. The spirit can heal. Hey, let me interrupt this episode real quick to offer another prescription along your healing journey. This one may be not what you're thinking of. 
Let me guess, you're doing the nutrition, the supplements, the sauna, the exercise, the peptides, the yoga, but there's still a feeling like something is missing in your healing journey. Where two or more are gathered, there is indeed healing power, and we are going to gather way more than two people. I do believe our healing journey does not reach its capacity until we have entered into the portal that is a healing spiritual medicine retreat. In order for our brain to rewire itself, reprogram limiting beliefs, anxious thoughts, and even cellular healing code for our physical body to get better, we must break the pattern we live in. We can do this by engulfing ourselves in a healing retreat. I want to invite you into the healing container I create just once a year, our spiritual medicine healing retreat in Yalapa, Mexico, January 14th through the 19th of 2024. We have various pricing package options for all budgets, all inclusive besides your travel. I promise you, you cannot come back from this healing experience the same. Imagine organic healing foods, instant ocean access, sleeping in open air or closed if you prefer rooms, listening to the oceans, tropical rainforest waterfall excursions, deep sea snorkeling, boat rides, healing sessions, shaman ceremony, and space and rest and time to connect with your soul, which is the true medicine. This is the annual experience my team and I curate just for you once a year and it sells out every single time. So if you're listening to this, I know you crave deep healing. So click on the link in the show notes or go to inspirehealthbygen.com slash retreats. That's inspirehealthbygen.com slash retreats for more information. Or if you're listening to this podcast and hear this after the retreat has passed, check out the retreats page still for another unique in-person healing experience in the future. All right. So the three pillars of healing, the first pillar. So let me break them down before we start. Pillar number one is anti-inflammatory nutrition. Pillar number two is mind-body medicine or the woo-woo. We'll get into that. And there's science for the woo. How fun. And pillar number three is personalized biochemistry, think supplements and hormones. And if we address these three pillars, and I'm even going to give you a 12-step framework, a 12-week framework that you could work through this protocol on your own in 12 weeks, if you can gather all the information and dig your your toes in and, and get after it, that this will work. So pillar number one, we have anti-inflammatory nutrition. Think of every bite of food as your medicine or your poison. And when you are really sick down in the dumps, you're never going to be perfect, but really every bite matters. When you get your symptoms into remission, you have a lot more flexibility, a lot. And sometimes you take advantage of that flexibility like I do. And then you learn. (laughs) I'm still not perfect and I'm still learning, uh, but I'm still healing. I'm still feeling better better each and every day. So I have three research studies presented on the screen here and all of them will be linked in notes. If you need them or want to access them, you can take a screenshot or you can go to the notes that we've provided or the show notes. If you're really re-listening to this and access the studies, if you want to read a little bit on your own, because I promise you there's a research study for everything, like any one side of the opinion, there's a research study. So this first one, the influence of dietary habits on oxidative stress markers and Hashimoto's It's a study, if I could summarize this for you, a diet high in animal products, so meat and dairy, promotes thyroid autoimmunity, which is the the markers of autoimmune levels and autoimmune thyroiditis, and eating more plants lowers oxidative stress and protects against thyroid autoimmunity. Autoimmune diseases really translate across the board. 
you know, there's, there's more people, of course, who die from something like lupus. People used to die of thyroid disease because of the goiters and things that would develop. So we have some that are a little bit more extreme if we don't get them under control. And then we have some autoimmune conditions like a fibromyalgia that's just going to make us in pain, like an arthritis that that won't, you know, be the cause of the end of our life, but maybe our joints get so swollen and big, we one day fall. And like, so I want to to say they're, they're not all necessarily equal, but they really do translate. So if you're like, well, I don't have thyroid disease. Well, this insert your autoimmune condition here or your autoimmune lab work. Sometimes on the labs, this is super common. Your doctor will be like, well, I can't give you a diagnosis yet. You only meet four to the five criteria. Well, if it walks like a duck, it talks like a duck, it's a duck. And you're just going to wait until that little duckling gets really big feathers to be like, oh, now it's a duck. You have, if you, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, if you have some of the symptoms, some of the blood markers, it's only a matter of time. So if you have like a positive ANA, but nothing else, and they don't know what to do with you and they can't give you a diagnosis or you, your thyroid markers are all in range besides the autoimmune TPO marker, well, I don't know if we really can call you autoimmune thyroid. Wait two months to two years, two decades, come back, it'll be autoimmune. So don't wait. If you're having a high CRP, ANA, or just your blood work doesn't even matter if you feel like junk, something's going on. So this study in short said, the more acidic animal products, and here's the good news. You do not have to be vegan to heal your body. I wouldn't make it. Um, but you will find what your body prefers on the amount of animal products from meat, dairy, eggs. They all influence us differently. Some people do better with some more than the others. And they found, Hey, the more raw fruits and veggies and even steamed plants, these people are eating, the better they did, the better they felt with autoimmune. So there's a little bit of information for you. The second study here improvement of inflammation and pain after three months of an exclusion diet and rheumatoid arthritis patients. So they, they took rheumatoid arthritis and three months of a primitive diet, which is no meat, no lactose, no gluten, no fun. I know. And decreased number of circulating leukocytes, which is an immune property. So leukocytes are like your immune system army and neutrophils and those that's immune system. And then HSCRP, which is a C-reactive protein, which is an inflammatory marker. So they had three months of this can't eat anything diet. <laughs> Kidding. They could eat a lot of things, but that's what it's going to sound like in our head, right? Decreased number after the three months, they saw the blood work get better. The immune properties improved. The CRP levels went down, which resulted in better control of inflammation and improved symptomatology. So their inflammation went down, their immune system function improved because autoimmune, remember that chronic infection slide? Autoimmune is just saying you have an a immune system that's really, really, really overactive. And then one day it gets so tired, it can't even fight anymore. And then those infections really take over. So in this study, they did a primitive diet and symptoms got better. A study I haven't mentioned on here that is also really helpful from Kriask in 2019 saw that a gluten-free diet decreased thyroid antibody titers, just gluten-free, just by itself. Oftentimes it won't be enough by itself. I'll tell you that for autoimmune. Can be, but usually not. And a gluten-free diet increased hydroxyvitamin D levels in, in Hashimoto's. Why? If you have low vitamin D, and you're taking vitamin D and you're in the sun, it's not because you're not supplementing, you're not getting it. Your body usurps vitamin D. It's like yummy because it's anti-inflammatory. So this gluten-free diet decreased inflammation and then vitamin D levels without supplementation went up because the inflammation was under control. 
And then lastly here, this study, Epstein-Barr virus and systemic autoimmune diseases, it's a literature review. So they took a lot of studies and they synthesized it in this really nice effective article that we could read without getting a headache, um, talked about that Epstein-Barr virus can cause chronic relapsing infections. So this was the mono, the kissing disease. A lot of us have had it. Um, and it was that one that I said 90% of adults have, but not 90% of adults have autoimmune. So Epstein-Barr also takes that nervous system dysregulation, hormone imbalance, nutrient deficiencies. It loves a perfect storm. It's not going to affect everyone the same, but the study here shows that Epstein-Barr causes chronic relapsing infections. And then infections of the epithelial cells from Epstein-Barr has been linked to systemic lupus and Sjogren's syndrome. And then Epstein-Barr of the B cells. So epithelial, you can think of um, different like wet and warm tissues. And then B cells is an immune cell. And this type of Epstein-Barr infection, if it chooses the B cells, people are getting more of like rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis and other autoimmune conditions. So pretty cool. Like that the science is showing us, I mean, if your whoosie, whatsy, whatever doctor has told you, your body's just attacking itself. There's no root cause. There's no con clearly, clearly there is, it's out there guys. It's out there. It's just not being talked about and recognized. So if Epstein-Barr is help is hanging out in the epithelial and B cells of the immune system, it's just trying to eradicate that virus. Yeah. So in conditions like Schrogen's, it's so hard to say, goodness, if I had a Swedish, Swedish accent, it would go over better, but people get like really, really dry eyes and have, have a hard time with their eyes with this autoimmune condition because the immune system's in there because the Epstein-Barr is in there and the epithelial cells. It's not your body. Your body's not confused. She always knows what she's doing. Autoimmunity or self-attacking, it's just a theory and we have to unlearn this to begin to heal. So this is pillar one in a snapshot. We could go through hundreds of studies, but we would be here till midnight and no one would still be on the Zoom call. <laughs> I would be very tired from talking. So let's get to pillar two, the woo-woo. So for everyone who's like, oh, science, blah, this might be a place where you have a little bit of fun and have a little bit more of an attention span for what we're talking about tonight. So when you think of mind-body medicine, think of nervous system, energy, emotions, Okay. So the kind of the unseen, the unexplainable, we talked about the spirit governing the physical body it goes in this, this category. And there's some really great evidence and, and um, please feel free to ask me questions, really blunt questions in the comments of like, Jen, how did you draw that connection? Cause I'm going to draw some connections here from my knowledge base, but sometimes I understand, um, especially when I'm communicating with my team, they're like, I get what you're saying, but you're not connecting all the dots. When, when we're thinking way up here, sometimes it's hard to connect. So let me know where you guys are at. And if you need help connecting the dots, it's, I'm happy to explain, but sometimes when I'm putting this information together, I just get ahead of myself. So this first study, top left, complementary and alternative medicine use in rheumatoid arthritis by Beg and DiRenzo. And what year was that? Um, I don't have it on there, but you can see the study in the PubMed ID. Um, so in this study, they found that yoga and meditation, just two options we have for nervous system healing. Oh my gosh, we have EMDR, we have biofeedback, we have hypnosis, we have um, automated writing. There's so many things, right? DNRS, there's, I mean, pick tapping. They just studied yoga and meditation, two very common and widely accessible forms of healing. 
So yoga and meditation supported pain, mood, and energy levels in patients with autoimmune disease. So they did a study. They used yoga and meditation for a period of time. You can read about it in depth. And they saw in patients with rheumatoid arthritis, their pain got better. Their mood was better. Their energy levels increased. Symptoms went down. Just yoga and meditation is the only thing they had these people doing. And you'll notice as we talk about this 12-week approach, we're combining these things. And so we get one thing handled from the yoga meditation. We're working with the nutrition. We're talking about hormones and nutrients. And we just bombard the body with all these good things. And she goes, oh, I know what to do with this. I heal. I respond. Okay. The mind-body connection, this literature review, not just the theory anymore by Luttrell, he found that stressful emotions alter white blood cell function and white blood cells are the soldiers of autoimmune and are needed for viral infected cells present with autoimmunity. So again, in short, this study found stressful emotions alter white blood cell function. White blood cell function is going to go after the chronic infections, the Epstein-Barr, the Cytomega, the parasites, the bacteria in the gut. We need those. And if we have ongoing Think of our nervous system storing stressful emotions. They're trapped in there, right? We haven't, we have to feel something fully. Okay, gross analogy, but it's like taking a poop. If you got to go poop and you ignore it, it's going to build up and build up and build up and build up and get stinkier and stinkier and stinkier and bigger and harder and the whole thing, right? So this happens with us unconsciously because it really sucks. Like sometimes going to the bathroom is uncomfortable and it's not pleasant and it stinks. So feeling things trapped in our nervous system, feeling our feelings, it is much easier for a long period of time to not feel something to stuff it and move on. But the body keeps the score. It's a really good book. If you haven't heard of it, you haven't read it. And this mind-body connection is not just a theory anymore. The stressful emotions alter the white blood cell function. Initially, those white blood cells increase. Anyone who's new to chronic infections or newer to having autoimmune conditions, their white blood cell on lab work. So I like to see white blood cell count from five to eight. Their white blood cell count would be like 9, 10, 11, 12. And then you watch them for a year or two, 10 years after that, then it goes low. Then it's 4, 3, 2, 1.5, really scary levels. And they're just hit with everything that comes their way, every kind of infection. They're sick or they can't get over stuff or they're just always got like a cough or a tickle, right? So this study, stressful emotions trapped in the nervous system, we got to get those out for immune system to do better. Lastly, bottom right, therapeutic yoga, symptom management for multiple sclerosis by Rogers and McDonald. So they took women with RA and they enhanced relaxation, pain, spasm reduction in their condition, improved balance and sleep and increased sense of well-being. What did they do? They used a healing protocol, including yoga, meditation, relaxation techniques, breath work, visual imagery, hypnotherapy, and biofeedback. They picked just one of these. They picked one. And 84% of the participants in this study saw all that improvement with their MS and RA by just one of these therapies. That's all they had to do because why they were, they were accessing their nervous system in a subconscious way. The body can feel safe and the nervous system, it's like when we dream, who has processed and noticed they they think of things or dream of things in their dreams. They're like, well, I haven't touched that with a 10 foot pole with my conscious mind in about 10 years. You're, you know, I've been avoiding it, right? Or like unrequited desires come up in our dream because that's the subconscious being like, I'm really trying to help you out, girl, and get this processed. 
So we have these techniques and these therapies. I like energy healing and yoga is the best ones to do um, in my experience, but we have access to multiple things. Okay. So that's pillar two, mind, body, medicine. We're seeing in these autoimmune studies, like they're put, they're using this information and it's working for people. So then pillar three, we can tie all this up. So we have the nutrition, we have the nervous system, and then now let's get to the nitty gritty talking about our nutrient levels and our hormones, the gas in the car, what's going to make the wheels turn and make things really work for us. So we have a couple more studies than the others um, here because there's I mean, nutrients, we could talk about every single vitamin and mineral in the body. We won't do that tonight, but I wanted to hit a couple of the most important ones. So this first observational study here by several authors, correlation between vitamin D, B12 deficiency, and autoimmune thyroid diseases. They found that low B12 levels are inversely correlated with higher values of anti-TPO serum levels, indicating more active autoimmunity. Okay, what'd you just say, Jen? So these... So B12 deficiency, autoimmune thyroid, they found that the higher the B12 levels, the lower the autoimmune TPO levels of the autoimmune disease. Okay. They reverse those. So inverse B12 levels are low. Oh, look at that. There's definitely a correlation, possibly a causation that all these people, when their B12 went low, their autoimmunity went up right? So B12 is an essential vitamin for the nervous system. Your nervous system is always taking a beating from the immune system if the immune system's overactive. Okay. So let's go to potential implications of quercetin and autoimmune diseases by Shen in 2021, a review. So they found great, they looked at Graves disease and quercetin supplementation, and they looked at rheumatoid arthritis. So the the quercetin supplementation reduces rheumatoid arthritis scores, mitigating mast cell proliferation. So think of the immune system in a way to slow neuropathologic progression in MS and decrease oxidative stress for patients with autoimmune Graves disease. What is that saying? They gave people with MS or Graves disease quercetin. That was the only intervention and the rheumatoid arthritis scores got better and the neuropathologic progression. So MS is an autoimmune disease that affects the nervous system. You can notice that people start to have like differences, their motor function, their thoughts, their speech. They actually saw that the neuropathologic progression slowed with just quercetin. I'm going to get to something really cool about hormones and how it can even reverse autoimmune attacks on on the nervous system. And then decreased oxidative stress for patients in with Graves disease. So viruses, chronic infection, stress, it creates a lot of oxidative stress. Think of like, have you ever worked out really hard and you feel like crap? That's oxidative stress. Autoimmune chronic infections are doing that to you while you sleep and you're not even working out. That's why people who have a hard with autoimmune have a hard time working out a lot because it's both systems going at you at once. Okay. I want to keep us on somewhat of a a respective time period. So I'm going to hop down to the role of sex hormones in multiple sclerosis. And then we'll talk about progesterone and autoimmune disease. These are honestly my favorite. So they found that with multiple sclerosis and estradiol bioidentical therapy, you have to be really careful with hormones that anything that most OBs prescribe, if it's made at CVS or Walgreens, don't take it. If it's a hormone, it's a synthetic, it's going to really screw your body up. If it's a bioidentical compounded in the form of a trochee, possibly a suppository or something vaginally, 
then it's much better for you because it doesn't go through your liver. It avoids first fast liver metabolism and it's bioidentical. The body's not going to go after it and be like, Hey, that's foreign birth control, Prometrium, Provera, the progesterone shots that a lot of women are given IVF hormones, all of that synthetic and has really um, long-term consequences. And we hear hormones create breast cancer and all these side effects. Those are the synthetics. So here we're going to talk about the bioidenticals. So they have found that with MS and estradiol therapy, remyelination can be improved by estradiol bioidentical therapy. So they studied, they gave women bioidentical estradiol with MS. Remember they have this autoimmune disease that attacks the nervous system and they saw remyelination of the spinal cord from just the hormones. So things actually, it didn't not only stop it, but it, it regressed the autoimmune condition. And then they found increased levels of progesterone downregulates disease associated genes and autoimmune diseases. So this progesterone and autoimmune, they're saying low hormone levels in women with autoimmune disease, they're noticing low progesterone with autoimmune, but then these women get pregnant and their progesterone, because the placenta produces a ton of progesterone, right? Their progesterone surges and their autoimmune turns off returning hormone levels to optimum function is crucial. So I know some women are like, actually my autoimmune stuff got worse when I'm pregnant. It depends on a lot of factors, but rule of thumb is when women with autoimmune disease get pregnant, they're like, I want to be pregnant. I want 12 kids. All of a sudden I want 12 kids. And then their body gases by, you know, kid three or four, it's too much, but cause they feel so much better because they finally have enough progesterone to get these conditions to calm down. This is pre peri and postmenopausal women. Everyone needs progesterone. So remember, if you're postmenopausal and you're like, I don't have hormones anymore, that's wrong. I've had plenty of women say that to me. I'm like, you do have hormones and they matter. Okay. So how do we heal? First, we recognize what autoimmune disease is. We understand how we got here. We adapt the three pillars we just went through, which was the anti-inflammatory nutrition, the mind-body medicine, and the personalized biochemistry and supplementation. But let me chat through, this is going to be drinking a little bit out of fire hose, and then I'll get to the special bonus at the end here quickly. I'm going to take you through a 12 week sample protocol. We have two 12 week programs running right now. We have an individual option and then a group research option that's offered one time only. And this is when I was writing this, my intention in this presentation is not to gatekeep anything because karma is a real thing. And I'm like, I could give away all my work for free and people will heal and they'll be so happy that energy just flows right back. It's been like the, really the, the theory proven of, of my work and career. But so this is in depth. I'm going to try to give you as much as I can just know some of this is personalized and some of it, we just can't cover in five minutes. But literally, if you're like, I know that I don't have the resources right now to, to do any work with a practitioner. This is what you need Write down week one through 12. And this is what you're going to do to heal. Okay. So week one, you're going to establish a miracle morning routine to open lymph and detox pathways. Week one won't look like eggs, bacon, and coconut oil and bulletproof coffee. Week one might look like lemon water in a fruit bowl and some sweet potatoes or a smoothie and maybe some celery juice if we can get you to do it, or like a ginger parsley shot. It looks different. Everyone has a little bit of different needs. It depends on if you're really physically active, how old you are. If you're pregnant and breastfeeding, then we give you a little bit more like something like an avocado in the morning. But if we can take away those overt fats and proteins in the morning and open up your detox pathways, your liver, your gut, I mean, this, I always tell people it's 40% your morning routine. And, and I'm like, you, if you do this, you'll feel 40% better. And, and 
most bodies who are ready to respond that quickly are like, yeah, that this, the morning routine itself. And then you'll see the little plus N star V here, North star vision. We have to have, remember when we talked about, this is no longer about us. If our goal to healing is, which this is honestly mine. And I saw so much more healing happen after this. I was like, I just want to get back to work. I healed, but I was functional right? If you want to thrive and no longer survive, we need a North Star vision. We need, I need you to write a journal entry in the present tense, like it's happening now of your healed, whole, abundant, most vital life that you could ever imagine. And that's what we're going for. And the way it works best in your limbic system is if you, when you're writing it, you're writing it like you're in your body and you can really visualize it and you can feel it You can smell the lemon water when you're drinking it. You can see, you can feel the vibration of your brand new Corvette that you're driving 60 miles per hour down the highway because you can drive again and get out of bed and you have your dream job and you're making great money, being abundant, helping others, whatever it is for you. Maybe you have five kids and you can hear their voices and their tiptoes running down the hallway because you're, you're fertile and you've been told that wasn't possible for you. So you're a North star. Okay. So week two, we're going to start to bring in healing foods to lunch. If you go to my website, I have a lot of free resources, free cookbooks, free recipe books. Um, It does look different for every person. And according to your blood work, that's when we can troubleshoot more for you, less for you. But bringing in healing foods, sweet potatoes, leafy greens, fruits, veggies. Remember the study about animal protein. You don't have to eliminate it completely, but we got to bring that down. Most of us have too much acidic foods. Fruits like oranges and lemons do not count as acidic. They actually turn alkaline in your body. But acidic food, processed foods, meats, eggs, dairy, sugar, processed, that's bringing us down, okay? And I understand there are plenty of people with autoimmune who are already eating, and I'm not saying these are the gold standard diets because they're not, autoimmune paleo, or you're already raw vegan, or you're already keto, or you're already completely, whatever it is. There's, if you are you're like, Jen, I'm already doing it. There's something that needs to be tweaked in your nutrition. And this also really looks like not being afraid of tomatoes and eggplant and nightshades and fruit anymore. Cause so many of us have lived that lie for so long that we need to avoid healing foods. Okay. Week three, we're going to start to take inflammatory foods out of the nutrition, but naturally they fall wayside. The more good things we eat, the more good things we crave. So gluten, dairy for a lot of people, eggs for a lot of people, all soy and corn is GMO. I am the fun police. I'm aware you will be able to have bites of it later. Uh, But if you're looking like, what are my top sources of inflammation, gluten, dairy, eggs, soy, corn, sugar, and vegetable oils. My goodness. They're in everything. You have three safe oils, coconut, avocado, olive. That's it. Not even grapeseed, not even sunflower. When you're in remission, you can have those things sparingly. But not right now, if you're trying to get better. Week four, we're going to hit you up with some nervous system healing and energy healing. So the kind of energy healing that I work with practice and certify other practitioners or people in is an active energy healing. So some, I love Reiki. I love to receive Reiki. You're lying there. It feels so good. Yeah, Lauren, you know what I'm talking about? It feels so good it often won't do enough of the subconscious moving for you. So the energy healing, it's sort of like hypnosis. You're 
in a dream wave state, right? So you're in an alpha, delta, gamma, however deep you're going to go. And you're also talking or being given commands to stay active and you're working some of those blocked energy centers from, from the body, from the nervous system, and you're going in deep. So any kind of active energy healing, maybe you really like neurofeedback, whatever, whatever it is for you. See, as you start to heal your body with healing foods, your frequency changes and just doing healing foods alone, you will start to be like, I'm crying out of nowhere. I'm having these memories. Things just start to release because toxins and emotions, they bind and they store to each other and they latch on. And as you're purging an emotion, you'll notice you might break out a bunch on your face because your gut's purging a toxin. Or as you're purging an Epstein-Barr because you're taking away its gluten food source and you're downing celery juice and it's being destroyed, its sheath is being ripped off and exposed and the immune system is knocking it out, you might have emotions that come with it. So be prepared for that. So it's both. Week five, when we can really get into establishing blood sugar stabilization, when you're awake, you can intermittent fast 8, 10, 12, maybe 14 hours, but anything after that can be stressful on the adrenals. So we're looking to eat every two to four hours. And you're always told, I promise on the internet, get a protein, fat, and carb at every snack, but like really great blood sugar stabilizing snacks are like dates and celery, right? Strawberries, apples, and carrots, but you're going to have to eat a lot more. If you were eating a protein shake with peanut butter and a half of a banana, you know, or animal protein, you're having a chicken breast as a snack, two boiled eggs, right? And you're moving those things wayside for some more healing foods to come in. That little bit of animal protein or that little egg has a lot of calories for a small volume. So you're going to have to eat a lot more. Uh, for breakfast, I have a client, she eats five bananas a day, honey and cinnamon. I talked to her, she's older. She's like 77. I talked to her the other week. She's like, I'm still doing it. I'm like, it's been like five years. <laughs> she's She's super active and she loves her five bananas. I don't like bananas that much, but you get what I'm saying. That's, that's a breakfast. And then she has a snack and then she has a lunch and then she has a snack and then a dinner. And sometimes you'll be busy and you won't get all this in, but it's going to help your nervous system, your blood sugars, your adrenals tremendously. And then your body can go into a deeper state of healing. Week six supplements. They're not going to be the thing that heals you. Supplements are like, you're going 40 miles per hour in your car and you want to go 65. They're just going to help you go there faster, right? So beginning a personalized nutraceutical protocol. Um, so we talked about quercetin, B12, zinc is really great. Where you get your supplements and what they, oh, I'm going to get on a soapbox, really matters. Um, inspirehealthbygen.com, click on Inspire Products, then Apothecary. You don't have to get supplements from my website, but look at the brands. The brands matter because CVS, Walmart, Amazon are selling things with soybean oil, coloring, right? Canola oil in them. Crap. And if you're taking a fish oil, everyone throw their fish oil away. It is, I don't care what the claims are. I don't care what the studies say. There's always a counter study. I promise you your fish oil is not helping you. And that's like, we're all spending or have been at a point in our life, 60 bucks of pop on a fish oil. That's just gunking up our liver and adding mercury to our system. And it's a whole mess. Okay. And then this is also the time um, that you could do some further testing on which nutrients would be best for you. Or you could pick a high quality B12, a zinc, a magnesium glycinate, those three minimum to start with. And you take um, one in the morning with like a fruit bowl or smoothie, and then take the rest at night with dinner. And if you're like me, you just forget your B12 five days a week. <laughs> you take it two days a week and it's fine. 
Week seven, starting to look at hormones because now you have the building blocks. I love bioidentical trochees. Um, they have made a huge difference. They've saved my dad's life. My dogs can tell you how much they've helped with their incontinence and pelvic floor and hip issues in their old age. They are young pups again at almost a decade old. Bioidentical trochees are really limited. Be really careful with bioidenticals. Really, really careful. O'Brien Pharmacy, O'BrienRx.com is a great resource, a great place to talk to to get hormones from. They and they are a prescription, but just know if if you're working elsewhere with other people, their pharmacy you can trust. Um, the looking at your hormones to support your immune system, it's huge. It's just they're going to be a game changer for you. And then week eight, here we are again. We need to hit up the nervous system for more. Okay, give us more. Your body has to start to change frequency before it's going to release toxins, trauma. If you just go in and beat on the door, it's it's not, no. I'm not giving you that. You have to start to shift how fast your cells vibrate under a microscope. Okay, so week nine, we're starting to monitor progress, implement infrared, ozone, rebounder therapy. We're getting a little bit deeper. We're starting to, we can shake more up without having side effects. So a little bit more detox, I love infrared or a sauna, any steam room. We, we got to get in deep into that limb system. There's stuff stored in there decades. Week 10, we have a deep GI and liver cleanse. I have a modern day juice cleanse that's super effective that you're doing some juicing, you're eating real food. It's this nice balance of both to, to purge the lymph system, heal the gut, or there's a, I have a gut cleanse guide on my blog, middaypigeon.com um, that will take you through a rainbow cleanse. that's really beautiful and purges you in different ways. So about that time we can do a cleanse or you can just keep going with the food. The modern day juice cleanse is food-based. The rainbow cleanse is supplement-based. Week 11, and also a little caveat there, if, if we have tested you, I'm not a big fan of the parasite world in functional medicine. I mean, gosh, you can get it on the internet and people are like, oh my God, I pooped out a worm. No, they didn't. That's the mimosa pudica seed that's expanding in their gut. But this can be a time for a parasite cleanse if you really do have, everyone has a parasite, by the way. If you have a poultry, you have a parasite. They're just bacteria, they're bugs in your gut. If that's really, really your issue and we've made sure of that, then we'll do one of those. And it's mostly a gut cleanse. So week 11, where we need medication is appropriate. Um, most people in my 12-week program get off their meds completely if they want. And if they don't, we keep them. That's great too. We revise the supplements, hormones, blood work. We're taking a look and we're at this week, we're, we're fine-tuning for the future. Like, what are you going to do for the next three to six months before we chat again? And you're set up with a plan. And then week 12, healing in community. Hear and share stories with others schedule a follow-up. Like you really need other people in this. So when I went through this, I just had Instagram and a couple strangers who didn't know I existed. And I leaned on them. I would like comment on their stuff. Like I, in my neuroses felt like I had a community. Um, they didn't always talk back, but there was something for me. And then when I started meeting other women who had been through this and healed one of my dearest friends healed cancer holistically about the same time. And we were doing the same things to heal autoimmune and cancer at the same time. And it worked. And so we really leaned on each other um, and our stories hard and, and how, how amazing we started to understand our bodies were and how we'd been fed a lot of lies. Okay. So for autoimmune disease symptoms, this symptomless way of healing. This absolutely worked. The research shows us, I gave you a little bit of that in the three pillars and my years of clinical and anecdotal evidence shows us. So this is just a little, you're like, what is this doctoral research thing she's doing? Um, so I'm almost finished with my doctorate. And so we work 
for a few years, gathering the literature, and then my symptomless program that I've been doing for about five years now in my practice is is what I've chosen to do essentially my thesis over. So this is just the poster for literature junkies or research junkies who know about poster presentations and scientific symposiums. You'll recognize this even in education, even if it's not health. Um, so we have like a peacoat question and you can take a screenshot, look at this later. I also have it um, in the research podcast too. And so if you want a copy of this and you want to see what I'm doing in my spare time, it really does interest you. But I mean, right here in the review of the literature, you'll see personalized supplementation, anti-inflammatory diet. It's everything, mind, body, medicine. It's the three pillars. And then I talk about why is healing autoimmune important? Well, for those of us living with it, we know this is the measurement tool in my program. It's a five minute survey we're going to use to gather scores before and after. So it is legit. I am doing research and presenting it and you can be a part of it anonymously if you want. So I'm going to talk about if, if the 12 week steps I gave you felt overwhelming and you feel like you need um, a program, a framework, or someone to hold your hand through it every step of the way, there is an offering and we'll talk about that. So what results can you be guaranteed in this 12-week symptomless program that's been effective for years? So you will begin feeling like a new person within just four weeks. Like it's hands down. And if you don't, there's some things we need to shift and we can shift quickly. You can go as quickly as your body wants to take you. Um, you don't have to run a sprint. You could do this as a marathon, but those who are like, yeah, I just want to jump all in. They're not perfect, but they apply themselves four weeks. They start to feel very different. You will regain control over your life and learn the tools needed to heal in 12 weeks. So will your body do all of its healing in 12 weeks? No way. But will you establish the framework? It's like learning to read, right? When you hit fifth grade, you've pretty much got a handle on your reading, but one day you're going to be reading at an eighth grade level or 12th grade level, and you will have the tools and the framework and the, the master code and the, the cheat book to how to do that. But you'll know how to read and you'll know how to access information and do whatever you need to do to heal. And I promise you just the way that um, our bodies bless us, we are gifted we're in this journey and it's like the soul contract with our body. We're given challenges like, so in, in the program, we'll be in the middle of Thanksgiving and we'll learn how to do things around the holiday or traveling and still enjoy being a human, travel, eat out, and also heal our bodies. And then if you engage and participate in the program, you will heal. Perfection is never required, just your consistent best effort. So I'm going to read just a couple of testimonies and then I'll talk about the special webinar bonus for staying to the very end. Um, but a client named Emma, she said, when I was introduced to Jen, I had no idea how impactful she would become in my healing process. We used food and energy healing. She has a new outlook on life and a new vibrancy. She was even able to uncover her own intuitive gifts and that she uses now to serve others. And she says, Jen is a true um, blessing and her work is creating the impact we need in this world. And if you feel the call to work with Jen, listen, it'll change your life. And Emma's a dear friend now. She's really like, her story is amazing. Um, Lynn, she's where we find most of uh, you know ourselves, someone at the end of the rope with my alternative in Western medicine. She had been through all the different in functional medicine already. She's really grateful we met. And she just says that I took the time to listen to her concerns and a provider with a plan that worked and her expertise in nutrition, herbal medicine, mindfulness practices has transformed her life. And just two more uh, my client, Karen, she started losing weight. She found nutrition that actually worked. She was doing a lot of the high protein and um, intense diets that weren't working and the energy healing she loved, and it helped her with her path for the future. 
And then lastly, Anne really talks about the education that she was given. She had a lot of fatigue, brain fog, arthritic hands, rashes, really scary lab work. And all of her symptoms are gone and she's found a new way of living and she's thankful. And she says, honestly, if you have anything that has been bothering you, please reach out to Jen. I promise she will help you. These are all in my Google reviews. So you can see the real life people that wrote those. It's just not me making them up. Let's be honest. The healing journey can be hard from cooking to consultations and trying to live a life in between. Oftentimes you just run out of energy. Are you looking for a therapy that can shoulder some of this healing work for you? Well, I have got just the thing. Infrared has been the second best thing next to food as my medicine to heal all eight autoimmune and chronic conditions from my body. These infrared devices I'm going to tell you about literally helped me melt my eczema that was from my collarbone to my forehead away while I was healing with symptomless nutrition. I woke up every morning with skin that was cracked, bleeding so stiff. I could not even smile, but thank goodness for infrared as this was the only thing to truly help my skin be more supple, the eczema to heal my fatigue to reduce and my body to flush out the inflammation through heat shock proteins. So I could be here sharing this good news with you today. Truth be told, I still use my infrared sauna every single day because it makes me feel so good. So how can infrared help you heal? I want you to think of your body like one giant solar panel. You know, the ones that sit on rooftops and turn sun into energy inside of the home. Our bodies are basically doing the same thing, whether that's from the sun or healing infrared devices by exposing our skin to sunlight, seven dehydrocholesterol in the skin absorbs the UVB light and is converted to pre vitamin D3. From there, it changes into vitamin D3, and then your body uses it for anti-inflammatory healing. And research suggests this may result in more soluble mediators, such as endorphins, serotonin being released, think happy, feel good, anti-inflammatory, and increased ATP production by the mitochondria just from the infrared use. Your body is going to feel so, so good and relieved deeply with the infrared light. So where to start? Start with an infrared sauna. If you're ready to go in sweat and deeply detox and heal fast. If you need to take it slow, a juve red light by itself or combined with a biomat is a more gentle option that can be used anytime, anywhere without breaking the sweat. Simply head over to inspirehealthbygen.com slash infrared dash therapy, or click on the link infrared in the show notes. That's inspirehealthbygen.com slash infrared dash therapy. On the webpage, you will see an opportunity for up to a $600 discount for the infrared saunas and 50 to $100 discount for the biomats and the red light devices. So get that discount, head over to inspirehealthbygen.com slash infrared dash therapy. How was that? I'm so glad you got to listen and get the next steps and information for healing autoimmune symptoms. I'm literally just here on the face of this planet to suggest to you that your body can heal from autoimmune disease and chronic illness. Now, what you do with this information from this point on is up to you. You've been given the facts, the information, 
the ideas. It's there for you. You have it now. So sit with your body, sit with your soul, gather your next steps. What do you feel ready for? Are you ready to heal this and do this thing? And reach out when you feel that you're at that point for guidance to heal once and for all. You can see the program waitlist in the show notes. You can book a discovery call for one-on-one guidance as long as the waitlist for that is open. And as always, if you've enjoyed this podcast, we want this message to reach millions of people around the world. So if you could leave a review, subscribe, it helps me get this podcast out there and we can do more and more for the show, have more guest experts, do more and more value content for you. And we're so glad that you're here. We'll see you next week.